Hello, everyone. Welcome to Game Junk Prototype, episode 21, recording on Friday, July 17th, 2020. My name is Frank. My name is Sean. And my name's Andrew. And we have to be fair here. We did our top five most anticipated announcements, games, whatever you want to talk about for the PlayStation Future of Gaming video a few weeks back. And we have to afford the same double dip to Microsoft, who's having a big video next week, next Thursday, the 23rd, announcing what is presumed to be mostly first party stuff. So we're going to talk about our top five most anticipated announcements for that. And uh, I got to say, mine wasn't that exciting. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to get into it too quick here, but uh, it was definitely a lot harder. I will We're going to be juicing <laughs> this one. And <laughs> I, a lot of juice. As I was doing research, I was looking at uh, one of the articles had a brief synopsis or mentioned some titles from the previous Xbox video. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I don't remember anything. Any of those games. Like, if I really tried to, but nothing was like, man, I can't wait to play that. Uh, the PlayStation one. Remember pretty much everything. It's amazing. PlayStation, you've won. It's over. Goodbye. Uh, I mean, Microsoft just doesn't have a lot of first-party titles, right? And They're working on it. They're working on it. But they yeah. have an extremely confusing collection of systems with different names that just make people want to buy them. The yep. biggest draw is Game Pass. It's, it's amazing. So, Yeah, I guess we should maybe just quickly mention they did announce this week that uh, X Cloud Project X Cloud, their streaming service is going to be uh, integrated with Game Pass Ultimate starting. Is it next month? Hmm. I think so. I miss that. Is it on iOS or yet? September. I think it said September. Oh, September, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's. I assume for that it will be. Uh, you know, they just be. had like a a brief beta for it or something, but I guess we'll find out. I'm fully immersed in the Apple ecosystem. Not going anywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's stop fucking around. Let's do our top fives. What do you think? Anything else you guys want to talk about? Oh, we can jump into the top five. I'm sure some discussions will come out of it. Oh, you better believe it. Uh, okay. Who wants to start? I'll start. Okay. I can kick it off. <laughs> so I will say I didn't put... Uh, there's a couple obvious things that I just didn't put on the list because they're maybe too obvious, but... I could only think of obvious things. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to go outside the box here, so some of these are definitely not going to happen at all. But uh, number five, I don't know if you guys remember this. I think this, the last version of this game was a launch title for Xbox One or came out within the launch window. If it's, I want to see... If it's not obvious, it better be Cameo. That's a good one. Uh, I want to see Peggle 3 oh. on Xbox Series X, baby. Peggle 3. I, I mean, I, that <laughs> I stayed away from third-party stuff for this because, like, we don't know. I'm fine with you including it. Don't get me wrong. But uh, I, w I love Peggle. I've been, while I was waiting for Ghost of Tsushima, I was dipping back into Round Guard and trying to platinum mm -hmm. that. So I love Peggle. Give it to me. Good one, Sean. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to some fully ray traced Peggle. 
<laughs> Should be good. Absolutely. Uh, my number five is Everwild by Rare, which is the first game. They actually announced this in my research, I found out. Also did not remember it. Uh, they had announced it in like 2019 at some other, maybe mm-hmm. last E3. And it, it, it kind of looks a little bit like a stylized Zelda type Breath of the Wild type thing. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I forgot about it. It does look pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, the teaser trailer didn't really reveal much other than it's got a lot of creatures and stuff in it. But Rare, I don't think, has put out a game in a long time. So it'll kind of be nice to see them back in the game, so to speak. And uh, well, two that's years, my number right? five. Two years. What they put out? Sea of Thieves. Oh, the never-ending right, yeah. content ocean oh, yes. of Sea of Thieves, oh, yes. which plays like a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, mine's it's a bit of a statement here, but mine is also pretty loaded with rare stuff. Uh, <laughs> so my number five is Perfect Dark. I know there's been... T- I don't think Rare is actually developing it. That's the rumor. Um that they're just using the property and giving it to someone else. I don't know if that's true or not. I think I read that somewhere. But talk of it just being a remake of the original, which I would be perfectly fine with. I'm not even the hugest Perfect Dark fan, but the original was quite good, and I would like to see. I love, not like the HD remakes, but the completely redone art remakes. They are the greatest for classic games. So I hope that's coming. So you're so you're specifically you want the original remade. I, I mean, I don't care. I'd like to see a new Perfect Dark game, but that's what I would be more excited for for sure. Okay. My number four is uh, this one. Actually, sounds like it's a pretty sure thing that it's going to be announced there, but uh, don't know all the details. A new Fable game. Hmm. I'm pretty curious to see what that could be. Um, you know, not that I was like, uh, a huge fan of the other games, uh, but I dabbled in them and liked them enough that, you know, you give me a new version of that with some cool new bells and whistles. I'd be pretty interested. I love fable. Well, at least fable two and three, I played a ton of both of those games and I don't know. Fable legends left a bad taste in my mouth and, uh, I don't think it's Lionhead. Like, does Lionhead even exist anymore? I don't think so. Yeah, so don't have the highest expectations for it. I would be happy to uh, to change my mind. So if, if it looks like a classic Fable game, I'm in. I also like the Fable series, and this is on my list, but not at number four, actually. Mm. My number four is... A Ninja Theory game, not uh, whatever Hellblade 2 is called, but it's their other title they announced, Project Mara. Do you guys remember this one at all? It's supposed to be like a, it's like a, an analysis of, it almost looks like some sort of schizophrenia or something mm. like that. And, and they're apparently interviewing people who they didn't explicitly say schizophrenia but they said basically like uh they're interviewing psychologists and real life sufferers didn't they do that for hellblade too i think so they did some sort of like mental illness type 
uh, thing for Hellblade. Uh, uh, so, I don't know, it looked really interesting. It looked, from the teaser, uh, it was, like, really ray traced and looked really incredible so this guy is it'll all be about ray tracing <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you give me you give me ray trace peggle game of the year <laughs> i gotta say microsoft not a good sign every game huck's mentioning have to look up everyone <laughs> did not leave a lasting impression at all not a good sign uh my number four and this i figured would be out by now and you know what? I'm going to I'm going to do a tie here. No, I'm, I'll change my other one. Uh Battletoads has been MIA for a while and I remember I thinking I, I mean I bought a t-shirt. The 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 worst thing I can do is buy a t-shirt or a poster for something that I haven't seen or played yet because it's the the ultimate curse. It's never as good as I hope it will be. Yeah, that one's been quiet for so long now that they ha- it's got to be that they're waiting for the next gen, right? Like, I mean, we all said we were not fans of the art style at all, so they might have retooled the whole thing, or you know, a little Sonic uh, Sonic <laughs> maneuver reacting yeah. to the fans. I don't know if that was a general consensus, but I thought it was pretty weak. Okay, uh, my number three was uh, Frank's number five, Perfect Dark. I mean, I mean, I you're just, a spy guy, though, right? Spy guy, do I guy? I am. I I will say Perfect Dark Zero was just okay. I didn't think it was like amazing or anything. Well, but did you play it for more than forty minutes? Played it for probably got like halfway or something. Okay, that's. I mean, just, I only played the like, first level and I was not digging it. Yeah, it seemed like just kind of generic first person shooter. It didn't. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot you could do with that franchise, and it's been long enough that I think people would be excited to hear about it. I did look up some stuff, and it seemed like there was a third game in the works, but it got canceled at some point. So I don't know what happened to that, but um, yeah, it's time. My number three is Fable, the new Fable game, whatever that'll be. I also don't really have super high hopes for this because Molyneux is not involved or obviously he would not be involved so who knows you know a lot of those games were really built on hype and like all this stuff happening and I don't know if you if you have if you don't have a really you know strong creative head if if that sort of stuff would come through in a new game I never played Fable Legends so I don't know what why it fell so flat but i don't know could be interesting to see a revitalization of uh the series Mm -hmm. i was gonna i i was gonna change my number three to killer instinct a new killer instinct but let's be honest i didn't play the old one so fuck that who am i who am i kidding here uh (laughs) my number three obvious but i'll put a bit of a wrinkle halo infinite but I want a battle royale mode for Halo. I think Halo, like the physics and all that stuff, could actually be an amazing version of battle royale. And I uh, would like to see that. Yeah, that would be cool, actually. With all the vehicles uh, and all that shit, like it could be. They are primed for battle royale. Mm-hmm. I must say, Halo is not on my list. 
I'm just going to state it right there and say that I was not a fan of Halo 5 and what was the other one? Oh, was it Halo 5 Guardians? Whatever, I don't know. The, yeah. the, the 343 ones in general haven't really captured what I consider to be Halo. Uh, I mean, I'd probably, I'd much rather go play Destiny than any of the Halo games right now. I think Bungie just has a knack for first-person shooters that 343 hasn't really been able to capture. And they're I think they're missing the essence of what makes a good Halo game, personally. Uh, I, I'm still interested to see, because obviously they have a huge budget behind the game. It's going to be impressive, but... Uh, I mean, obviously I'll play it because it'll be on Game Pass, but I don't have high hopes for it. Halo 4 I, I thought was pretty good. Halo 5 was really rough with the co-op stuff and they repeated like those same three bosses where you have to hit the back or these weak points that were just awful but the one part where you're going like vertically down a ship or something like that that was pretty neat but overall i agree not good yeah halo reach still is kind of the peak i think definitely but uh all right number two Kind of an obvious one. I'm assuming we're going to see this, but I'll throw a little extra onto this. So Psychonauts 2. Been a while since we've seen anything from this, so I definitely want to see a trailer or something from that. But, I mean, Microsoft did acquire Double Fine, so I would be excited to see any new Double Fine game for the next gen. So, little it little surprise me. it's not number one. little surprised. Well, I got an interesting number one. You'll see. Ooh. <laughs> Mine's is definitely interesting. It's a it's a troll number one for sure. <laughs> My number two is uh, a little out there. Uh, it's probably not going to happen, but I want to see them announce Star Citizen on Series X. Hmm. Now, this game, obviously, massively successful Kickstarter that I paid for, like, 10 years ago <laughs> this is your <laughs> little devil never... inside <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so i'm probably never gonna see this game but i think if they would announce it on series x that'd be pretty cool to see that could be cool i'm not excited but whatever uh <laughs> my number two this really is my number one uh i want a new or remastered viva pinata I knew it. I knew that was coming. In my opinion, <laughs> maybe the best Xbox game ever. I love Viva Pinata, and I want a new one, especially now with Game Pass on PC. It could like be amazing using mouse controls on PC. Give it to me. Oh, can you imagine a ray traced romance dance? Like, come on, <laughs> you can't beat that. <laughs> Oh, my God. My needle is moving. <laughs> well, I was wondering if you were going to say connectables, though. It could have been either or. I wasn't sure. But, I'd, go, uh, connect, I'd go zoo time over connectables. Well, this brings me to my number one, which is uh, I want to see some kind of new hardware innovation <laughs> peripheral. What the fuck? I want to see Illuma Room on Xbox. Oh, Illuma Room! This guy is trolling too. <laughs> I mean, Connect. A new iteration of Connect could be interesting. Probably not going to happen. I don't know. I think they Hololens. already announced. Good they announced call. Connect's dead. Yeah, for sure. 
I think so. They said it's not supported. Well, I guess maybe they said the old iteration is not supported. Well, I guess that doesn't exclusively mean. I'm surprised you didn't put this because it's essentially a Luma room. Get the HoloLens as like part of what. Well, that's what I yeah I just said. So if not connect, I know Hololens is also floating around out there. Now I don't know, has that ever actually been, like, made available to the public? Like, did it ever get out of like a beta kind of what stage or Hololens? Yeah, I mean I know people that have Hololens dev kits and have integrated them into games in Unity. Oh yeah, so well, I think it's th- cool. three G's to get one. Not too bad. I mean, if they so they could maybe come out with like a. A more uh, scaled down version that works on consoles. I, I mean, that could be something if they wanted to. A Luma room is a cool reading, idea, though. Sorry. I think I I think I remember reading that uh, the Hololens they kind of shifted their marketing away from games and towards businesses like uh, AutoCAD type design architecture that kind of stuff right. to help. Like uh, more of like a tool uh, to help 3D modelers and people who do ar- architectural stuff. I, I don't know if that's true. I don't. I'm just kind of pulling that out of nowhere. But I, I'm pretty sure they kind of pivoted away from games and towards more of the in, like industrial commercial space. Yeah. So I guess for people who don't know, Hololens is more of like an AR headset, so augmented reality. I don't know really how that would work with games, other than you wear this headset and you're playing and it would layer an additional HUD or something on top that you could use maybe. Uh, but a Luma room was a thing where you could have your TV as the main sort of focus of your display. And then you would have something projected out onto your walls that like expands the view of what you're seeing, which would be pretty cool, but not going to happen. Uh, my number one is whatever the initiative is working on. So I don't know what that game is. It could be the Perfect Dark game you guys are talking about, but this is the new studio that Microsoft made in, I think it's around LA or something like that. Not the Coalition, a different one. Uh, oh, no, it was around uh, Santa Monica. It was the one It basically poached all the Sony Santa Monica people, I think. Um and so I don't know what they're working on. It's been a couple of years at least that they've been working on something. So I imagine they have been ramping up for uh, you know a Series X launch title, and we haven't heard anything of what they're working on yet. So that's my number one. I think that'll probably be the show closer. They're probably going to have something to really knock people's socks off, probably open with Halo, close with this thing. That's my, that's my guess. That's my prediction. I think Huck is right on the money here. To be perfectly honest, I like it. Now, my number one trolling announcement is no launch titles for the Xbox One X Series X. <laughs> I want no launch titles whatsoever. And this is for selfish reasons. I don't care if the first one launches two weeks after or a month after. I want to use those Shoppers Drug Mart Optimum points to get this next-gen console, and I don't want to have to get it day one. As soon as they say Halo's a launch title, I'm fucked. I got to buy it day one. I'm going to buy it, and I don't want to. I want to use my Optimum points so I don't have to buy two (laughs) at some point. So let's just 
Microsoft, you know, you already said, now they're changing their tune, that Halo might be a launch title. You said no new games at the launch window, just every updating your library, improving it. Let's keep that promise. I like when companies keep their promises. <laughs> I, I don't think they said no launch titles. I think they said no Series X exclusives. Yeah. Oh, so shit. If Halo yeah. comes out, it'll be available for Xbox One as well. Yeah. Ew. I don't want... Ew, ew, ew. Yeah, definitely that's my number one. <laughs> I don't want a, like a subpar... I don't want them dumbing down Halo Infinite for the old Xbox. Ew, gross. No. Well, it's going to happen. Yeah, Get ready. Probably. Oh, barf. Ah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. They did just announce this week as well, which I kind of thought they had already said, but they they officially said all Xbox One games will be supported and compatible with the Series X, except for Kinect games. So. Cool. Really cool. Super cool. <laughs> it is cool. I'm just joking. Like That's, that's a good feature to have. Uh, well, we might as well. That only took... Like seventeen minutes, something like that. Let's, Let's uh, juice it. Let's juice it. Let's go top ten. <laughs> <laughs> I will Six say I, I was I was gonna put Sunset Overdrive two on my list, which I've talked about. But I it's I guess impossible. Sony acquired Insomniac, right? Yeah. So not gonna happen. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, hopefully you get Sunset Overdrive one or two for PlayStation. Perfect. Your number. Yeah. I mean, your I things is actually a PlayStation thing. You didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, I assume Insomniac owns the rights, not Microsoft. But someone asked them that uh, in a, I think Ted Price in a video I watched a few months ago, and didn't sound like it's possible. But hmm. never say never, I guess. They might have like Sony, uh, uh, who's Insomniac might own the IP rights, yeah. but Sony might have the publishing rights, so. It's possible that well, they have Microsoft. to kind of like go to Sony first. Or sorry, okay. uh, Microsoft might have the We all the think all, every game is Sony. That's good. I know. It's yeah. tough to <laughs> get that out of your head. <laughs> sorry, yeah. It Insomniac is for sure. IP, Microsoft published. It is published by Microsoft Game Studios. So uh, I don't think it'll ever happen. But you never know. Uh, okay, so... If we're talking about how good Sony is, let's talk about their little announcement video today, which was Jeff Keighley doing a little demo with uh, the DualSense controller and talking about the DualSense. Um, I did not watch the full version. I didn't know there was a longer version. I watched like a three-minute highlight thing and saw the images. I thought, I mean, I didn't take too much away from it other than he was really trying to sell the haptic triggers which i'm still not convinced on but apparently Mm -hmm. uh feeling is believing so i hope they are really cool and justifies the name dual sense like it's better be pretty exceptional if they're changing the name um but what do you guys think anything uh big you took away from this Astro play, Astro's Playroom demo? Well, I definitely liked the Astro's Playroom. Like, I don't know if I'm looking forward to playing that. They said it comes pre-installed on all PS5, so you don't even have to download it. Um, People are mad about that? Well, no, he said be. he likes I, that. 
Oh. No, other people. It wasn't that like... Well, I guess U2 was a little bit more of a big deal when it, it automatically <laughs> yeah. downloaded on your iPhone but or iTunes. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess the question is, like, how many of these little features, cool features that they added with this controller are going to become standard and something that all, all games or a lot of games try to support? And how many of them are just cool little tech things that they show off for the first month and then they die out and nobody cares, right? Like the speaker, they were, you know, obviously that's been done previously, but they seem to be doing a bit more with the speaker built into the controller. There's a, apparently more to the, yeah, just the, the haptics and the rumble, like that, you know, if there's wind or something blowing, you kind of, there's a feeling in your hands of that. It sounds cool, but I don't know. Maybe they it's... can squeeze a, a Vankyo projector in there, a Luma room in the controller, Sean. You can get... It's your <laughs> ultimate fantasy. I'd be down for that. <laughs> then Microsoft is truly lost. <laughs> <laughs> my only my only takeaway was just uh, controller size was a little bigger than the Dual Shock, and it looked more definitely more like a Xbox One controller. Uh, and so I don't know. Did you guys see a side by side of Xbox One versus the Dual Sense, or just the Dual Shock to the Dual Sense? Just Dual Shock to Dual Sense. Yeah. Okay. So did I. So I'm not sure how much uh, bigger or smaller it is than the traditional Xbox controller, but they look pretty similar in size now, just from you know a rough comparison of my own controllers. So that's kind of a big change for PlayStation players that they're used to that kind of more slim controller but i mean that's not really a big deal i think probably most people play have played on an xbox controller or they can adapt they're really close in size really close yeah i think he did say it was a little bit heavier than the dual shock and had a little more heft i believe is what he said <laughs> i mean this is a thing like you're getting a, a demo video of something that's all about you got to hold it in your hands to know for yourself, but um, I'm fine with that. I, I like the Xbox controller personally. Um, so a little more heft is fine by me. PlayStation 4, DualShock 4 is my favorite controller of all time. It, I got little tiny hands. It's perfect. Everything about it is perfect. I'm, I'm nervous. Don't change it too much. All uh, right. Should, what? One other quick what, thing Sean? you should mention. At the end of the video, <laughs> they did ask about other colors Ooh. for the console and the controller. And I'm sad to say they had nothing to announce. It sounded like for launch, white is the only option, Frank. Oh, for launch, for sure. I, I was prepared oh, yeah. for that. Just going to have to buy another one in 2021. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Okay, now can I say all right? Go for it. All right, let's uh, move on to what we've been playing. All right. I'll go last. I'm going to talk Ghost of Tsushima. Anything you guys want to uh, get into here? Sure. Well, I I guess I could say, so I finished The Last of Us Part 2. I'm not going to really say anything because uh, hopefully we'll get to that group. Well, let's let's tease this, Sean. I sent you a text after you beat it and told me you beat it. 
and I yeah. said something obvious that should have happened in the game, right? Mm-hmm. Based on the revolutionary storytelling. And how right was I? Just say on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the most right you could possibly be, how right was I? Well, you're right, but... I, how right I think... was I? Give me a number. <laughs> I mean... I'm... <laughs> I'll give you like an 8 out of 10 on that would have been cool. It's at but least I a 9. Think... It's at least a 9. <laughs> I can't get into why I think... Like what they were going for, I think could have been amazing and is pretty close to being amazing. Like I do think the storytelling in the game is pretty fantastic overall, but there's something towards the end, particularly the last chapter. I just, I thought they didn't need that. It kind of confused things and I don't know, just character motivation and stuff was not there. So we'll get into that with spoilers at some point, but, um, I did really like it. I guess I did feel like I needed a bit of a palate cleanser. So uh, I picked up, well, I picked up Paper Mario. I haven't really had a chance to play it yet. I basically got to the first battle. So I'm hoping I'll be able to talk more about that next week. But you have actually played it. I did actually play it, yeah. yeah. But um, I have been playing Journey to the Savage Planet, Hmm. which is on... Game Pass. Did you end up getting a refund? I did, yeah. I couldn't remember. Okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah, they hooked me up. And um, this is a fun little game. It's it's very kind of reminds me of Metroid Prime. Seems like it's kind of inspired by that to some degree. But basically, you're an astronaut, I guess. You, you crash land on a planet, and your ship is damaged, and you've got to search through the planet to, to pick up things to repair your ship. But, you know, it's, as with Metroid, there's certain things you have to acquire along the way. You know, one of the first things is the classic double jump. Um, and it has this tone, this very comedic tone that is odd. And um, I was I was a fan of it. It kind of, like, they have these weird commercials that are on the ship when, when you're there. And it reminded me of, like, something from Tim and Eric. And uh, there's this computer that uh is kind of guiding you along the way this computer voice that's comedic i mean it's kind of in this in the vein of portal i guess i feel like there's so many games now that have like a ai voice that's kind of uh sarcastic or whatever and uh it's usually it works but i'm i'm definitely seeing a lot of it lately but uh i'm liking the game i mean it's the only thing I, I kind of would complain about is when you die, you kind of respawn. They sort the idea is they reclone you back on your ship, and so if you're far away from your ship and you can teleport out to farther locations, but like if you die and you're out somewhere, you gotta re-teleport from your ship back to where you were, recover your stuff, and then get to whatever you were doing before. It's a bit cumbersome at times. Oh, just you saying that makes me one of the things I love of Ghost of Tsushima. Anyway. Okay. That's about it. I mean, it, from what I understand, it's a pretty short game. So I'm going to try and plow through this and uh, then maybe look at Ghost of Tsushima. Big mistake. Ghost of Tsushima <laughs> is the best game. It might be like just 
it, it, it's going to give Horizon a run for its money. That I can tell you. Wow. Oh, that's big. Uh, I played more of Last of Us Part Two. I apparently have about 10 hours left still. And one thing I must say is I could sit and just listen to the sound effects from this game, especially in the part I'm at where it's rainy and thunderstorm. Uh, it's incredible, the, the sound design in this game. Uh, and uh, with I actually have played a little bit of NHL 20 as well with the news that the NHL season may be getting going again. I got that itch. I got my men's league hockey email saying they're starting up maybe in September. So I had the itch. And uh, boy, let me tell you, this game did not scratch the itch. So many, <laughs> so many frustrating things. Really? That just drive me nuts. Oh, yeah. Just like the, my biggest takeaway is that the AI team you're facing seems to always know exactly what to do. They make the most incredible like behind the back passes and shit and your team is the dumbest bunch of ai <laughs> characters i've ever seen like so many times they run into my goalie and either score on my own net or the goalie has to smother it when we're trying to break out uh they don't know how to pass they clump together they take it out if i pass it back to the guy at the point they then take it out of the zone and then come back in and go offside it's just like what is happening like yeah. i never see the computer ai do it and i don't understand if it's because i'm controlling someone it's messing with the like team ai or something i don't know but there's is this some a weird si thing. situation where you have to level up your guys so that they their stats get better and well I, I am playing the Bia Pro, so I am just playing as one character. I'm playing as a centerman. But, like, my stats have no impact on, like, the defense on my team. And I never see, like, when the computer passes it back to their point, to their defenseman in the offensive zone, they never take it out of the zone and then come back in and go offside. Like, there's just <laughs> things that, like, the, the AI opposing team never does that my team always does and it's just really frustrating it feels like you're playing two different games or two different like so i don't know if it's a skill level i'm on and that's how they make it harder by making your team just so stupid that you have to basically carry the entire team but it's just so frustrating because if i was able to control all the players it wouldn't be as bad i i could just you know make up for it but because i'm locked to the centerman like when my wingers never cover their point in the defensive zone and all they do is rip slap shots and and get wide open shots like I don't know what to do I can't I don't want to chase around the guys and that just makes more guys open it's just I just is so many frustrating things that I don't understand how this isn't fixed after 30 iterations of NHL so that game needs a real hard look at the AI and how like especially your team ai because it seems like the opposition team ai is fine so i don't know why the team ai is so so much worse and yeah i want to i want to keep playing it because i want hockey so bad but it's just so so frustrating i'm playing with my kids around and they're like they're starting to say all the bad words i'm saying which is no good so <laughs> i'm gonna have to cut that game off <laughs> that's nice. it for me Okay, as stated, I started Ghost of Tsushima at midnight last night. 
Dax and I have a bet as to who will beat it first uh, involving Ooh. food. Oh, yeah. So he's definitely interested in joining to discuss this game, although he started every other PlayStation exclusive and never finishes it. That's why I bet him. So uh, <laughs> he says he's loving this, but we'll see. He uh, gets distracted pretty easily. Uh, but some initial thoughts. Looks incredible. I mean, the the texture detail is, I mean, in the environment, isn't that great. But I, the colors are great. It, that doesn't bother me at all. The, the character detail is fantastic. But all of that kind of leads to one thing that I'm gushing over that I, I didn't see too much talk of in brief synopses of reviews. But to me, it's what makes open world games potentially more fun and has me even more excited for the PlayStation five fast travel to anywhere. And the load times on fast travel are ridiculous. It's like five seconds. I think I saw something that they, they slowed down their load their or kept their loading screen up longer so that people could actually had time to read the tips when they fast travel. Like it is so fast it's amazing. And I think what they're doing is playing a lot with camera position and how much stuff is on screen at the fast travel locations so that I think they're kind of loading stuff after the fact or they'll start you at a high point with the camera pointing up to the sky and then like loading stuff as you're basically already in that section, which I mean, it is a game changer for open world games and wanting I love it. I know it's not like a huge gameplay thing, but it I've never seen a game load this fast for fast travel. It's ridiculous. Uh, but overall, I just love the fucking vibe of this game. As you know, you were saying um, AI companions that are snarky, Last of Us, even though I, I love the game, but the the swearing, the violence, all that stuff, like it just feels like everything has so much attitude. This game almost has no attitude. And the way they build this vibe, when you go into a hot bath uh, to up to increase your health in a, a hot spring, which is kind of in Neo, that's a whole nother thing, how Neo, Sekiro, and this game are all kind of reusing the same ideas in different ways or borrowing from each other. Um, you reflect on something. And it gives you the choice, like reflect on your uncle, your mother, uh, some aspect of the game. And it's amazing. It's like really serene at moments and then intense at other times. And you do haikus. You like pick your own haiku at these certain positions. It's so good. <laughs> and I think that stuff and these kind of title cards for each of the missions that are just like static cameras in the game that are very beautiful um feel inspired a bit by the cinema mode or cinematic mode in red dead 2 but i think it's using it in a much more interesting way so far but the another thing with the vibe is the music oh my god like the the intense versus exploration music the music is amazing so far like really really good and using like certain japanese instruments to great effect uh, 
Oh man, I love that stuff. Combat's really good. I'm still, you know, have lingering um, habits with other games I've been playing recently, so I can't fully comment on combat yet because I'm still getting used to this new version. But I love having a bow and using all that stuff. It's, I mean, it's borrowing a lot from a lot of other games, which Sony games always do. But I think the overall package is very, very good. So Certainly not it- the technical marvel that Last of Us 2 is, but more fun for me. Like, I- I'm enjoying playing it more than I was The Last of Us 2. How how does the combat compare, like, uh, Neo Sekiro versus Horizon? Uh Okay, I don't know. It's been a while since I played Horizon. Horizon, to me, was more about using gadgets in combination in interesting ways and targeting parts on enemies in interesting ways. So I I don't know if there's much of a comparison to Horizon. I could definitely do Sekiro and Neo. It's kind of an exact hybrid of the two, where L1 is block, uh, which is Sekiro, but the face buttons are attack which is Neo and maybe block was L one on Neo. I don't remember. It's been a while, but, um, it's a little more, you know, it's right in between. It's not as calculated. Like it's not one-on-one necessarily. You're doing a lot of like big group fights in this game. Um, so that's the major difference, but I love not having to lock on to enemies. I'm getting really sick of locking on to enemies and managing which enemy I'm locked onto. And this is like, you just aim to the enemy you want to attack and you can do different stuff there. It's definitely bored, like visual cues from Sekiro for parrying and other things, but yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I am loving it. Is there any similarity similarities to the combat for like from Assassin's Creed games, mm, it's it's kind of similar to old Assassin's logic. Creed. You're definitely yeah. like timing parries and stuff like that. But uh, I'm there's lots of stuff to unlock, like in terms of abilities and skills. So and there's the why can't I the showdown? No, what's it? What's the mechanic called? I can't remember. Where you like challenge someone at the beginning? This is embarrassing. I'm sweating a little bit. Uh, but that's fun. I like that. I'm, they're starting to finally add more wrinkles. I thought it might be too simplistic as the game continues. But so far, they're adding little changes to it where enemies fake attacks and stuff like that. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, I know a lot of the criticisms from major publications that I've seen relate to uh, mission design and comparing it to open world games from five years ago seems to be a thing. And I get that. Um, a lot of the missions I've done seem to be relating to following people or tracking people and following trails or footprints, which I will admit is not the most fun thing, but thankfully I'm not doing it for too long. Like it's not like huge sections of following someone. They're small enough that it's not, too boring and just a means to an end almost but that would be my one thing i kind of agree with the criticisms on but it's not to that much of a detriment to me but yeah just loving this game menus are so good oh my god 
Love <laughs> You're not playing this in black and white, right? Kurosawa mode, Sean? Yeah. Get no, on it. I'm not playing in Kurosawa <laughs> mode. The colors are too nice. It's too pretty. I can't uh, <laughs> go to that. I mean, I, I might experiment with it a bit, but for now, just getting used to the colors of this world. Do we know what the uh, what the playtime on this game is? Forty to what sixty hours, I think. Forty to sixty, eh? For a platinum. <laughs> for a platinum. Okay. Story. We'll I think I've heard is thirty, <laughs> but I don't know for sure. Hmm. But it's amazing. It's so fucking good. Cool. Well, I am looking forward to playing it. Sucker Punch rules. Seems weird, like, just that it came out so, like, I mean, we already kind of said this, but that it came out so soon after The Last of Us Part 2, but I guess you don't want it too close to the next gen either. Oh, it'll be on next gen, don't you worry. Like, the loading times are going to be a millisecond. I don't even know what I'm going to (laughs) do. Going to blink. Although I will say that, in the Astro Bot demo, that was the one thing I took away. They, They traveled to a new zone in that. And the load took a lot longer than I was expecting these revolutionary load times to be. Hmm. Yeah, especially for a again. game like that. It's like, what? I thought it was supposed to be like instantaneous. Cerny, what the fuck am I looking at? <laughs> Interesting. So take... That slipped under the radar. <laughs> well, you know, it's still early, Frank. They're still optimizing. Absolutely. Well, that's all I've got. Anyone else have anything they want to add? Nope. No, I think that's it. Again, check us out on youtube.com forward slash Game Junk Podcast. Or Game Junk. Just Game Junk. Game Junk. Just Game game junk. Junk. I was making some crazy faces at shit that was going on that you... Like does not translate in audio, so you're gonna want to check that out. Sean was rolling my eyes a few times, but uh, I was just gonna mention. So the Facebook and Twitter accounts. I usually like I have the Facebook auto posting to Twitter. The thing I was using for it from IFTTT seems to be busted. It just keeps posting like a file not found for all the images. So if anyone's got any good ways to auto post from Facebook to Twitter, let me know. Get on it. Let Sean know. <laughs> there used to, I, I mean, there used to be like an add on within Facebook for Twitter and they got rid of it, I think. So hmm. it seems like they don't want people doing that anymore. Well, thank you for, uh, keeping those news items up to date and getting it out there. I do appreciate it, Sean, even though I don't say that often. Thank you. All right. And that does it for another episode. We'll be back next week with a huge video discussion. Is the uh, Xbox Summer Game Fest with the demos, is that also next week? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It starts on the 21st. Whoa. Will we'll not be touching games. Those. Absolutely no chance. Fortunately, I'm away until Friday, so I mean, we'll see when we end up recording next week. It could be slightly delayed, so just re- hot. relax if you don't see it on Friday. It's it's coming. <laughs> okay. 
Absolutely. Sean's going on vacation. He's going to be out of control. <laughs> yep. He'll be so mad. He'll be snapping. He's going to have to put something together. It's going to ruin You'll have to watch vacation. the video version to see how mad he is. Though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll only realize how mad he is in the video version. He's going to lose it. It's going to be pretty <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Thanks for listening. See you next week.